This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. As we have said, this crisis is bringing out both the best and the worst in people. And the worst are those scammers trying to cheat and defraud us at this most vulnerable time. As we've been reporting today, the Canada Revenue Agency will start taking applications for emergency benefits. And given that a lot of the ongoing scamming involves pretending to be the Canada Revenue Agency, it's a good time to seriously go through how to protect yourself. Uh, let me give the numbers out. Uh, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And uh, right now we are going to Jeff Thompson. He is with the Canadian Anti-Fraud Centre and Jasbir Anand, who is the Financial Crime and National Fraud Leader for Financial Services at EY. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to you both. Thank you. Okay, so uh, let's start with Jeff Thompson. Uh, That was the first thing that worried me when I heard that the Canada Revenue Agency was taking this over, is just that so much of the scamming are are people pretending to be them. Um, What do you have to say about that, Jeff Thompson? Well, it's, it, it stays in line with our, our current messaging, recognize, reject, report. So, I mean, um, the main thing is any unsolicited calls, email, text messages, or any type of solicitation you get claiming to be a government agency asking for personal and financial information, you really got to take time to, to, to stop and think about these things, never provide the, the personal and financial information to unsolicited requests, um, and, and verify everything. So as long as you're going to the credible source, the right phone number, the right website uh, and seeking your assistance and information from these spots, um, you know, you'll you'll be okay. But you you do have to remain vigilant and be on the lookout for these scams. And uh, Jazz, uh, we just got off the phone with the Parliamentary Secretary to the Minister for National Revenue. So, is 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 the key to staying safe that they won't be getting in touch with you? Every communication has to be one that you initiate, correct? Yeah, I mean, it's great to know who you're contacting and ensure that you're speaking with uh, the right party. Um, and using your own source of information, whether that's a phone number or a website, um, is, is much better than using a source that someone has provided you in a link or a text or an email. Um, and, and more importantly, you know, anytime, you know, somebody's forcing you to take action, you know, uh, and requiring you to do so in a hurry, you know, that should set off some alarm bells. Even if you have used a valid source, you know, that is not a way um, the CRA would act. Um, but unfortunately, a lot of the criminals have been using, you know, um, fear tactics to try and get you to make payments as quickly as possible. Uh, Jeff Thompson, what are some of the other COVID-19 related scams that we're starting to see? So we've seen, you know, the the big one we've seen is, are the phishing scams, um, you know, and there's a whole variety of different scams, you know, whether they're claiming to be the Public Health Agency of Canada, the World Health uh, Organization, uh, and even in some cases, uh, retailers such as Shoppers Drug Mart or President's Choice, 
um, you know, phishing schemes, again, uh, you know, emails or texts asking to click on links, whether it's to get your, your benefits or your COVID-19 relief or, um, you know, to, to receive products to, to stay healthy, you know. Um, the phishing's the big one. The other one we're, we're seeing a, a little bit of um, is uh, extortion scams, you know, so where people are calling, uh, you know, saying that you've been... Um, You've, you've tested positive and, and you know, to, to get your prescription and uh, your results, you need to provide personal and financial information or even in the form of an email where it's saying, uh, again, this is in line with phishing, you know, you've been around somebody that's tested positive, you've been in close contact, uh, we need to, we need you to fill in the attached form. So, so again, these, these sort of things where they're claiming to be government agencies and asking you to, to respond uh, urgently um, and, uh, and provide personal and fi- financial information are key indicators. Okay, and phishing, of course, is something that comes to you in your inbox and uh, they will, it will kind of look, it might look like, your bank or somebody you deal with, uh, but, uh, and it, it will ask you to provide, uh, financial information. It will ask you to click on a link. And of course, one way to tell is if you just hover over the URL and it doesn't match, uh, where they pretend to be from, then you know that they're scammers. Uh, let's hear from Maureen in North York. Hi, Maureen. Yes, I'm calling because, uh, this one almost got me. It's a, it's a scam message from Netflix telling you that they had trouble processing your payment and that your account's canceled. Sorry to say goodbye. Then they want you to put, renew it and put in all your information again. Of course, then you have your visa number and everything. It's a, it's a, it's a scam. It's not true. With so many people watching Netflix, I mean, it almost got me, you know? Well, thanks for alerting us. Yeah. They will stop at nothing. Thank you, Maureen, for that. Glad that it didn't get you. Yeah, a lot of people uh, are uh, cooped up at home watching uh, all all manner of television. So, um, yeah, um, that's just one of the ways. Uh, what about, um, are, th- are there scams out there that are pretending to be from a person's bank, Jazz? Yeah, definitely. And, and you got to remember, these phishing scams don't only come via email. You know, they could send you a text message. They could send you an IVR response. Um, and the ones that we're seeing from the banks are really text messages that you'll see saying, you know, this is your bank. Please click on this link or contact us at this number, which, again, is often not the correct number. Um, it may look like it's got the right number on the link, as in when you check the 1-800 number, it matches your card. But in actual fact, like you said, if you hover over it, you'll see it's a different number. Um, but the best response is not to click on links in text uh, or in emails, uh, whether they're from a bank or Netflix or, or the government, you know, is to go back to the original source. So, you know, using the phone number on the back of your card is a great way to ensure you contact your bank directly to verify information. Um, and using, you know, legitimate websites. Um, to verify the authenticity of any numbers or information you receive uh, is another good way to, to protect yourself before clicking on links or sharing information. In some cases, though, with advanced threats, they don't even have to ask you for information. Just clicking on that link can compromise your device, your browser, and that can be used to, you know, uh, malware to steal information from you as well. So, you know, clicking is bad enough. You know, you don't actually have to even put in information in some cases. 
Yeah. Uh, Jeff Thompson, uh, what about scams that come through the phone? Yeah, I, I mean, we're, we're still getting reports of, of various telephone scams. You've already, you've already mentioned the CRA scam, so, you know, I know uh, tax submissions have been delayed, but we are still seeing uh, some reporting of the CRA extortion tax scam and the, the Service Canada's in number scam. Um, so these scams are going to continue at this time, and it's, again, uh, with the heightened anxiety and fear that exists with the current situation, we really want people to to stop and think about stuff, not react, and again, don't provide personal financial information to, to unsolicited requests. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm uh, wondering if because uh, it, it was at the point where, in terms of the phone scams, people were getting multiple calls a day. Has there been any let up in that, as far as either of you know, Jazz? Yeah, what I do know is that, that that was one of the most successful campaigns from a criminal's perspective, and, and it was very successful specifically in Canada. So, you know, um, as far as fishing goes, that was, you know, last year's most successful campaign. And the truth is that Canadians are responding to these and paying these criminals. And, you know, that's what keeps them consistently trying to, um, you know, access, uh, you know, Canadians and the fear they have off the CRA. So, it's been a you know unusually successful campaign with uh, not very sophisticated technology. I mean, in some cases, people are you know going to Walmart and Seven Elevens and buying iTunes and gift cards and providing that information to the criminals over the phone. So you know, it's surprising how well that uh, strategy has worked, considering you know how simple it is to execute. Uh, yeah, I, and uh, no official agency would ask you to pay in gift cards. That's that's for sure. Uh, Jeff Thompson, what do you think the most common schemes are right at the moment? Well, again, it's the charity scams um, where we're seeing you know people soliciting donations for World Health Organization to help fight COVID nineteen. Uh, you know, survey scams is another area again where we've seen uh, different uh, retailers, shoppers, Loblaws, Costco, uh, where people are, are you know offering um, you know free face masks if you complete the following survey, and then you got to pay for delivery and provide your your credit card information, uh, and subsequently will be signed up for a subscription or, or continuity scheme. Um, but also, we want to point out that you know, just with you know the, all the attention given to the COVID nineteen related scams, we also know that some, some other scams are, are also going to continue to take place and maybe start you know using the spin of COVID nineteen. So romance scams, you know, you might hear that uh, you know if you met somebody online and, and you know they're impacted by by COVID nineteen or somebody become ill and they need financial assistance. Uh, you know, emergency scams where you're getting calls from family members that are impacted and asking for financial assistance. Uh, loan scams uh, are another area to be on the watch out for. So, so there's other scams that we're going to start to see uh, that, you know, the, the reporting qu- quite hasn't started. Uh, another example is, is uh, job scams, you know. So we're starting to see the scams trickle in uh, with all the, the layoffs and, and unemployment uh, going up. You know, people are going to be hopping online looking for jobs. So a, a job where they're soliciting uh, Canadians to become money mules, essentially, you know, so your job's going to be to process payments on behalf of Corporation ABC, uh, and essentially you're going to be uh, made into a money launderer. So again, different scams are, are going to continue, and, and we're going to see this throughout uh, the situation. Well, yeah, and uh, again, some some tips on, on how to tell, because some of those things are real. I mean, I've seen, uh, and there there's even one government website that is offering 
jobs or it's connecting employers and people who want work in, in some of the essential services. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I have received emails from uh, my grocer or whatever, and, and uh, they don't request financial information for sure. But again, tell people how to make sure that this stuff is real, because it certainly mimics some of the real stuff. So, so it's going to be an unsolicited request in most cases, uh, whether it's an email in your inbox or text message. Again, there's going to be some urgency, some um, you know alarm to it where you, they want you to react right away. Uh, you know, whether it's clicking on a link uh, or directing you to open up an attachment, uh, they're going to claim to be from a government agency. So again, the URL, if you hover over the the, the link address, it's not going to be the actual website. Um, you know, and there's going to be that request for personal and financial information or a request for payment at the end of the day is always the key indicator. Um, but, you know, again, unsolicited requesting personal or financial information or requesting a payment are, are your key indicators. Okay. Uh, let's take a call from Rosie in Guelph. Hi, Rosie. Oh, hi, Libby. I have a comment that's, I don't know, cautionary comment, and it's about actually, I understand there's a lot of people online offering their services for seniors to pick up groceries and no charge. Well, they don't know these seniors, but the, the part of me that's, I guess, skeptical thinks that perhaps a lot of lonely shut-in seniors could be taken advantage of by these strangers, and they should use extreme caution. Oh, they well, might be asked for their visa card after they get a bit of a relationship going. I don't know. But they will have to give them money at some point, and perhaps some will ask for the money up front. But it just makes me, I don't, gets my spidey senses tingling. Well, uh, there there are some of these that are, you know, we're going to be doing a story on one that's kind of being run through the University Health Network. And I'm assuming that pickups are, uh, you know, no contact pickups where they're picking up some groceries and, and leaving them at the door. Um, uh, Jeff, do you have any comment on that? I mean, you're, you're right, Rosie, that that's another area where people can get into trouble with. Yeah, I mean, we saw it trickling in this morning, um, certainly in relation to the, the relief, the benefit funds that are being offered. Uh, you know, you, again, it's going to be an unsolicited email. Click on this link to, to receive your, your direct deposit of your financial relief or your COVID-19 relief or your compensation, uh, different language being used. Um, it, it, it does, you know, we, we are getting the reporting from seniors, but it does hit all Canadians as well. Okay, Rosie, does that uh, answer your questions, or you just wanted to put that out Not there? Not really. No, he didn't actually address what I said at all. But anyway, I did get it out there, so hopefully someone will listen and be cautious. Okay, thank you for that, Rosie. Yeah, I mean, uh, you have to be careful all around. And um, yeah, there are a lot of people volunteering and most of them volunteering out of the goodness of their heart to help out because uh, we know that a lot of vulnerable people are staying at home and not leaving. Uh, and we're just about uh, out of time. So Jazz, what would you like to leave us with? Um, just that, you know, this is a time when uh, people are at home a lot and uh, using the Internet quite a lot. So maybe even more often than others, you know, we may see a resurgence of the old crimes where people are actually knocking on doors and trying to solicit information. So, you know, although, you know, being safe online and uh, on your digital gadgets is very important, you know, you have to apply the same level of diligence you would to, you know, anybody uh, approaching you with uh, whether it's an offer for picking up groceries or a free mask 
you know, a free cure, any of those things, it's best to be a bit skeptical, especially if you haven't solicited that kind of advice or response, you know, and you haven't put it out there and people are just reaching out to you. So, okay. um, Uh, Jeff Thompson, uh, 15 seconds. We're really running out of time here. Recognize, reject, report. Recognize the fraudsters are using internet, email, telephone to to try and scam you, text messaging. Uh, Reject, you know, stop and think about stuff. Don't react. Don't provide personal financial information. And report. Report to your local police if you're you're a victim of fraud and visit the Anti-Fraud Center website at www.antifraudcenter.ca. Okay, thank you both, uh, Jasbir Anand and Jeff Thompson. That's all the time we have for today. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.